just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We are back on the Rational Boomer Podcast. It is Tuesday. Hopefully your day is going well. You know, somebody asked me recently, you do this podcast almost every day, sometimes twice a day. How, how do you possibly do that? How do you keep coming up with interesting stuff to talk about? And I'll grant you, it's hard. It's not always easy. Some days are very difficult. But like any artist, <laughs> and I'm being sarcastic, you have a muse, and I have a muse when it comes to doing this show, and that muse happens to be Donald Diaper Donnie motherfucking Trump. Because this dumb fuck will always do something or something will happen to him to make things exciting, interesting, or funny to talk about. And of course, you know as well as I do what we're going to talk about mostly on this show today. We know that Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago was raided and searched. And the internet and the news sources are abuzz. And there's a lot of Republicans that are very pissed off. We're going to get to that, and we'll spend the vast majority of the show talking about that. But first, I have an email from our friend Gordy. He starts out, Hello, Boomer. Thank you for your awesome content and insight to all things fucked up by the Republicans. We are living in an age when we all just sit back and say, What the fuck is this real? And that's true. I mean, I think back to the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. I think of all the things that happened in politics. And what's happening now seems surreal. It seems like a movie, a bad movie. It seems like television. But you're right. A lot of us sit back and say, what the fuck is going on? He says, I only have one question. I'm not hearing great stuff coming out of the negotiations between Diaper Donnie lawyers and the Justice Department, like bad shit that if the orange piece of shit admits he lied about the stolen election, all is forgiven and he can't run for office in the government even again, several content makers on TikTok seem to feel this way. What's your take on what's going on and what might happen? I also wanted to ask you, why do you think the ex-president hasn't, cha- cha- hasn't been charged with stealing or destroying records? Why so long for such an easy charge? Do you think he'll ever be charged? Thanks again for your humor and smarts. Keep it up. Get ready for the blue wave coming your way. I especially wanted to read this email because this email was sent by Gordy before we knew anything about the raid. So this is very timely. Um, I think we on the Rational Boomer podcast, those of us on the mic and those of us listening, are all kind of on the same page, the same wavelength. And it's interesting that he would bring it up in a an email prior to it happening. And I can verify that. He did it before um, before the raid was known to us by way of our news outlets. First of all, the first thing he's talking about is there's some talk with regards to the January 6th committee 
And, and of course, Donald Trump's lawyers are talking to the DOJ. And a lot of people out there, a lot of pundits or quasi-pundits are suggesting, here's what's probably going to happen. He's going to go there and, and they're going to have him admit he was wrong, admit he lost, and slap his hand a little bit and make sure he doesn't run for office again. And they'll let him off of all that J6 committee stuff. And, you know, this is... This is where all this bullshit comes out about nothing's ever going to happen to Donald Trump. He'll find a way to slip and slide out of it. I think that's bullshit. I don't know where they're getting that from. There is no source that talks about it. It's not true. Somebody came up with this bullshit and it made people nervous, so they start repeating it. Do you really think the amount of money and time they put into this investigation... They're just going to let them off easy by saying, I lost and I'm not running again. That's crazy. That's not how the DOJ works. They don't cut deals like that. They are about law and they are about prosecutions and they are about punishment. Now, if you told me Congress was going to sit down and talk to him and work that deal out, yeah, maybe, but not the fucking DOJ. Definitely not the DOJ. That's not how it's going to go down. And what happened today makes that even less likely. And that gets to the question he did at the end of the email that's very timely. He says, I also wanted to ask you, why do you think the ex-president hasn't been charged with stealing or destroying records? Why so long for such an easy charge? Do you think he'll ever be charged? Thanks again for your humor and smarts. Okay. That's a good question, because up until now, we haven't heard much about it, right? And I've said this all along. If there is a fear of indicting Donald Trump, this particular charge, the Presidential Records Act charge, is the best one to do it, because as Gordy points out, it's an easy one. It's it's a crime. He could be put in jail for a year, but that could be suspended. He could be fined for $100,000, but he would never be able to run for office again. Now, if the DOJ was concerned about charging him with the bigger crimes, but they just wanted to take him out of the equation, that would be the easiest and best one to do. Now, I would say that's a distinct possibility prior to today. Because what they did today was pretty aggressive. They had to go through a lot to raid his home. Now, you know, it's funny. You talk, you hear people talking, well, it wasn't actually a raid. Well, Donald Trump said it was a raid. And the fact of the matter is you got 30 FBI guys coming to your door for with a search warrant. Granted, that's a search, maybe not a raid. But that's about as close to a fucking raid as you're going to get. Wait till you have 30 FBI agents knocking on your door. (laughs) Make no mistake, it's a fucking raid. So anyway, Gordy, we're finding out more. Your questions are being answered, not by me, but what we're seeing in the news and what's going on. And uh, do I think he will be charged for it? Yeah, I think he will be charged with this one. But there's more to this story. Now, if you remember, the archives went down and got 15 boxes of, of documents that he alleged to have had there. 
So if they've already gone down there and taken that out, what, what else does he have? And why does he have it? That's interesting. We know the archives picked up 15 boxes, but somehow, someway, the Department of Justice went to a judge and said, we know there's a crime being committed. Here's the evidence. Give us a search warrant. Now, in order to get that search warrant, it's going to have to have some pretty compelling evidence to make the judge give that kind of warrant to a former president, no less. So there is some shit in there. And that shit might be more than just standard presidential documents. They could be top secret documents. And if that is the case, we're talking about felonies and a much bigger deal. So, Gordy... Thank you for your uh, email, and we're going to talk more about this, of course, here, and talk about the story and how it all played out. So we know the FBI raided former President Donald Trump's Florida resort and home at Mar-a-Lago. And what Donald Trump said was, these are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege. Raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents, Trump said in a statement. Nothing like this has ever happened before to a president of the United States. Well, Donnie, I need to remind you, you are no longer president of the United States. But you're right. This is unprecedented. This never happened. Now, the way he says it and the way all these Republicans are saying it never happened, so it's got to be wrong. Well, let me tell you something else that's never happened. We've never had a president try to um, commit fraud, try to overthrow our government, and literally take documents from the Oval Office. Now, he can argue about this all he wants, but we have evidence that he destroyed documents. He brought documents down to Mar-a-Lago outside the White House, which is all highly illegal at minimum against the Presidential Records Act and maybe a felony with top secret stuff, that all happened. It's not like it didn't happen or there's some sketchiness to it or some gray areas. It fucking happened. And the moment it happened, that is when Donald Trump committed a crime. So you can talk all your bullshit now and say, well, it's never happened before, so it must be just the Democrats trying to get me. Fuck you. Fuck you. We're tired of your bullshit, and most people are getting tired of your bullshit, too. Now, the circumstances of the raid are unclear. They haven't officially said anything, but the Justice Department has been ramping up its investigation into the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol and Trump's efforts to remain in power after he lost the 2020 presidential election to Joe Biden. But as I said, As far as we know, it had nothing to do with January 6th. Ultimately, there might be some evidence in there that helps them with their January 6th prosecution. But I think think it's pretty clear that the intent was regarding the Presidential Records Act and top secret records and that kind of stuff. I know that the FBI agents came out of the building with some stuff, so clearly they found some things. And that spells trouble for Donald Trump. One interesting thing is that Donald Trump was not in Florida when this happened. He was in New York at Trump Tower. Now, I don't know this for sure, but I would have to believe that the DOJ spent a lot of time looking into this, investigating it before they decided 
to, to do this raid. And I have a feeling they intentionally did it when he wasn't there. That just poses so many other problems. We know Donald Trump can be unhinged if there's some kind of altercation or something. It's just going to whip things up even more. So I have a feeling they chose specifically to do it at a time when he was not there. Now, why would he be in New York? (laughs) Yet another problem. We know he's supposed to sit and be deposed in front of uh, Letitia James, the attorney general for New York, for a civil suit. We know that uh, Ivanka and Donald Jr. just recently did a deposition with her, and he's been putting it off and putting it off, but he has no choice. He has to show up. He has to talk. So the presumption is that he's in New York kind of preparing for this deposition, and it will ultimately do the deposition sometime between now and the end of the month. So that's why he's in New York. This has got to weigh heavy on a guy's head. You're getting ready to go into a deposition where you have to be under oath, which is really a problem for Donald Trump. And what's going to happen there could up ending your company, closing your company down, and may spark a criminal investigation in the Manhattan District. So he's got all that shit hanging over his head, and it's bad. He's got all the shit down in Georgia going on, and that's getting close. And then while this is going on, he has the FBI go in and raid his home in Mar-a-Lago. This fucker's head's got to be spinning. He can't be sleeping too well because he's clearly nervous. Now, the New York Times first reported that the search appeared to be related to classified material Trump brought with him to Mar-a-Lago after he left the White House. The raid is an extreme move against a former president. It's never been done before and would require approval from the highest echelons of the Justice Department, meaning the attorney general. Merrick Garland. He was going to have to sign off on this as well as a federal judge. Now, the Times added that the FBI would have been required to convince a judge it had probable cause to search the premises. And clearly, they did that. Now, here's the interesting thing. Who's the leader of the FBI? Director Christopher Wray, who was nominated by Donald Trump in 2017 after his predecessor, James Comey, was fired. And you remember that whole fucking mess. The Washington Post added that Trump, who was not at Mar-a-Lago during the raid Monday morning, was not given a heads up about the search. It was a big surprise to everybody. And that's those are the best kind. The saga surrounding the classified documents began earlier this year after the National Archives Retrieved. They actually got 15 boxes of documents Trump took with him to Mar-a-Lago when he left the White House. The agency said in February that those boxes contained classified information and materials subject to the Presidential Records Act, which requires such items be turned over to the federal government. But clearly they're looking for something more there. Now, we might be talking about top secret things. Now, why would Donald Trump want to (laughs) stuff top secret documents in his uh, pants back in the day in the 70s when somebody was going to grab something from a store or try to hide some liquor from somebody? 
the word would be jacket, (laughs) which means stuff it down the front of your pants and try to pull that scam off. Why, Why would he have those? Well, it's hard to say why we would have it, but one thing that would come to mind, what drives Donald Trump? Power and money. You have to wonder what the street value on top secret documents are with Saudi Arabia, Russia, Hungary. I'm not saying that's what happened, but given what we know about Donald Trump, that's a distinct possibility. Now, prosecutors have also reportedly homed in on Trump's efforts to stay in power through widespread and false claims of voter fraud, as well as an effort to install slates of fake electors in battleground states that would circumvent the will of the people. The Washington Post last month uh, said that the prosecutors had asked witnesses before the grand jury's detailed questions about the meetings Trump held after his November 2020 election loss and what instructions he gave to his attorneys regarding the fake electors. So, while they may be looking for those top-secret documents, they may also, you know, made it a two-for-one and started looking for some shit there. The Department of Justice has also issued subpoenas to senior White House officials in recent weeks, of course, White House counsel Pat Cipollone and two top aides to former President Mike Pence. Now, I'm not talking about the January 6th committee. What I'm talking about uh, is, is the DOJ. They talked to the January 6th committee, and that led to some interest from the Department of Justice, and that's where they are now. That's where they're headed. Things are happening really, really fast right now. And I've said this all along. We don't need a bunch of indictments. We need one indictment to destroy Donald Trump, whether it be this particular investigation or any one of the other four or five other investigations. Only one has to hit home. And Donald Trump is fucking done. But I'll tell you something. This raid will be the catalyst for everything around Donald Trump to speed up. There's always a concern. There's always a fear of being the first one to do something that's never been done before. Now, the the thought is, is that in far as indictments, it's likely to come from Georgia. Uh, that's a state court, and that's Fannie Willis. She doesn't have as much to lose as maybe the DOJ or embarrassment or something like that. So a lot of people think the indictment, first indictment, will come from Fonnie Willis. And most people think that if, when that first indictment comes, then shit is going to start to fly because everybody's afraid to be the first one, be the one that gets embarrassed somehow, some way. But once something like Fonnie Willis sending out an indictment, that's going to open the floodgates. Well, the same can be said for this investigation. They've kind of cracked the cherry, if you will, to use an inappropriate term, and I don't mean it that way, but that's how you'll take it, so what the fuck. Anyway, um, the fact that somebody made the effort to go out and raid Donald Trump's home That cut away a lot of fears for a lot of people. They aren't going to be the first ones. So I would say you're going to see the investigations in both the January 6th situation and this presidential records and top secret records 
get ramped up. If they're invading his home, that means they're very close to having what they need to get done what they need to do. Donald Trump has to be shitting his pants. Now, here's another thing to consider, too. Just because they raided Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago doesn't mean they're done. I mean, if they think there's more and they can prove there's more, if, if they really want to, they can raid Trump, Trump Tower, his place there, his place of business. I think his place of business has already been raided. But uh, I don't think they're done with him. Donald Trump could have these documents virtually anywhere, and they're going to want to go everywhere they can to find these frickin' documents. Now, it's funny. If you look at the Republicans, they are pissed. Well, there's some people that aren't talking at all. They aren't gabbing at all. But there are a lot of pissed-off cowboys out there, especially somebody like Kevin McCarthy the uh, leader of the minority in the House of Representatives, the man that wants to become Speaker of the House when the Republicans take over in November. Well, I got to tell you, with all the things happening, and I talked to uh, Ed about this, I don't know for the life of me understand how people think the Republicans are actually going to take over anything in November. With all the things going against them, you know, they've... They've uh, taken away constitutional rights from 50% of this country, meaning the women. They're suppressing votes. They support white supremacy. They are going after LGBTQ people. They fucked with the veterans. And just recently, they took away the opportunity to drop the price of insulin to all people that are diabetic. They have alienated and pissed off Fucking everybody. I've asked and I've asked any number of people. How does that come to get you to believe that they are going to win in the midterms? There's nothing that suggests that they will win other than what we've seen historically. But we're seeing everything that has nothing to do with the history of this country. We've never seen anything like this before. So to suggest that, that makes no fucking logical sense, really. But still, people think it's inevitable. Now, what I did in my TikTok today regarding this, this, uh, this raid on Donald Trump's house, I started it out by saying, you know... I'm not the kind of guy that would say, I told you so. And the fact of the matter is, I'm just that guy. I will fucking do it in an instant. I will say, I told you so. But over the several months, we have constantly heard people, oh, nothing will happen to Donald Trump. Donald Trump will be unscathed. He'll slip right through. He's the Teflon Don. He'll never be accountable. And these people will whine and moan and complain and always kick back on them and say, look, if you're going to fucking pout, go in a corner, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it. We're in a war here. And if you're not prepared to fight or confident that we're going to win, you are absolutely no use to us at all. So get the fuck out of the way. So now here we have this raid. 
Now, these people who constantly say this to me on my post, what are you going to say now? Nothing's going to happen to Donald Trump? Well, no, he didn't get indicted. He's not in jail. But please explain to me how having your home raided by the FBI by 30 agents is nothing. Please tell me how he's not becoming accountable. I've said this before, people get upset because it doesn't happen fast enough for them. But unfortunately, you need to know, politics, the legal system, and life in general doesn't work on your terms. Sometimes things take some time. And we've come a long way from where we were when Joe Biden took office less than two years ago to where we are today. And to be honest with you, in the real scheme of things, all of what we've seen happen to expose and to, to point the fingers at Donald Trump, a lot of shit has happened between January 20th of 2021 and today. And it's not even been two years. All of this takes time. And I hope now that you've seen his house being raided, maybe you will realize that I was right. Now, it's not important for me to be right. I don't care about that. But I get very tired of hearing the same old tired shit from people. Oh, woe is me. Nothing's going to happen. Well, take a close look. Read the fucking newspaper. Watch television. Listen to the Rational Boomer podcast. And guess what? Some shit is happening, even though you guaranteed us nothing was going to happen. So what you need to do is shut your fucking mouth, either fight with us or get the fuck out of the way. I'm sorry I have to say it that way, uh, but but that's where it is. We're talking about our democracy on the line. This is no time to be a wimp, no time to be a a, a, a fatalist. We don't need that shit. This is the time when the Democrats have to do something they're not used to doing, having a killer instinct. We have the Republicans on the run. We need to put them down and put them down permanently. Because if you don't put them down permanently, they'll, they'll, they'll creep back and they'll throw another fucking um, uh, fly in the ointment. They will always fucking do it. This is what you have to do with bullies. You have to put them down in no uncertain terms or they will come back to fucking haunt you. All right. We are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Well, as you might imagine, after Donald Trump, the Lord and Savior to the Trump Lafox, has his home at Mar-a-Lago raided and searched, this has pissed off some Republicans. Not surprising. Congressional Republicans vowed payback for the Justice Department after the federal law enforcement agents searched former President Donald Trump's home in Florida. 
the Justice Department has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy said in a statement. Now, McCarthy didn't mention Trump, but the statement was a clear reference to news that the FBI had searched Trump's home at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach. The investigation reportedly pertains to records Trump brought to his private residence from the White House through the Justice Department has not issued a statement. So we haven't heard from the DOJ at this point. Trump himself complained about his home being under siege by a large group of FBI agents. Now, Trump said nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. I mentioned that earlier. Donnie, you're not president anymore. Despite the lack of information about the search, McCarthy and other Republicans suggested it was fundamentally improper to investigate possible wrongdoing by the former president. In other words, that Trump should be above the law. Well, we're finding out he is not. Not now, anyway. McCarthy said that if the Republicans win back the control of the House in November's midterm elections, they will task committees with investigating the Justice Department's investigation of Trump. He said, when Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this department, follow the facts, and leave no stone unturned. To Attorney General Merrick Garland, McCarthy said, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Oh. They're tough guys. <laughs> now, this is all, of course, under the presumption that you win back the House in November. Yeah, that's not likely. This is what these people do. When they get called out, they make threats, just like a bully might. But these bullies are on the precipice of getting their ass kicked and no longer being bullies. They will simply be fucking jokes and pariahs in this country. Kevin McCarthy's not going to do jack shit. He thinks he's going to be Speaker of the House. He is not. Even if the Republicans win, there's no way they're going to put that fucking loser in. He's f- fucked up too many times. But in realistic terms, there's no way in my mind that the Republicans win the House. It's funny, if you talk to people, they think it's a foregone conclusion that the Democrats will expand their their majority in the Senate, but not in the House. I don't quite understand the reasoning there. I'm sure they've got some data or some numbers that would suggest that. But again, we're talking about a situation in this country we've never seen before. So don't tell me you've researched this and figured it out because you can't. There is no th- nothing that you can compare this to. So shut the fuck up. But, you know, it's ironic that a sitting member of Congress would get mad because this was unprecedented, investigating uh laying siege on the former president's house. You can't do that because he's the former president. Well, it's not like these people did this for political reasons or for no reason at all. As much as this is unprecedented for the FBI to uh, raid a former president's house, it's also unprecedented that a former president would attempt to overthrow our government would attempt to overturn a lawful election. So it's not so surprising that if 
a president does something so egregious, so blatant, so illegal and unprecedented, it only makes sense there would be an unprecedented response. So I don't know what you're bitching about, Kevin. If not for Donald Trump's actions, none of this would have happened. It seems to me the Republicans are trying to excuse Donald Trump for every crime, even to the extent of attempting to overthrow this government. Well, I'm sorry. That's not how this fucking game works. You don't get a free pass on everything you did. You did when Donald Trump was in office, but no more. Because guess what? As much as you've told us he'd be back, he is not back. He is not coming back. He is never going to be in the Oval Office ever again. Now, the National Archives said earlier this year that it had obtained 15 boxes of presidential records that Trump had failed to turn over at the end of his term, contrary to the Presidential Records Act. That in itself is a crime, which states that a president uh, papers belong to the public, which is true. The archive said it was still looking for additional records and that some of the documents Trump did not turn over had been torn up. And that's the question. How much of this stuff has been already destroyed? You have to think there are some top secret things that he did keep, though, because he thought it might be valuable to him down the road. I have to presume that's why the FBI went looking for that stuff. And let's be perfectly honest. If he has top secret documents and he's going to feed them to one of his benefactors, That is a serious crime. That is a felony. That is potentially treason. And so Donald Trump is on the hook for a lot more. He's upset that they came out and looked for it. He said something like, well, they didn't have to do that. Well, here's the deal, Donnie. They've been talking to you for months and months and months trying to get you to comply. But you simply don't comply which is ironic because that's the same thing you and your Trump say when it comes to um, black men being shot in the street by the police department. You say, well, he should have just complied. Well, Donnie, you haven't complied with anything. <coughs> you don't show up for testimony. You don't turn over documents. And now, for fuck's sake, you're stealing documents. Not to mention shredding them, burning them, eating them, flushing down the toilet. We'll talk more about that. But it just, it you know, it's funny hearing these Republicans freaking out about this and being so angry. And I'll tell you why they are angry. Because they are nervous. We know that uh, Alex Jones' texts that were inadvertently sent to the Sandy Hook parents' lawyers, accidentally sent by Alex Jones's lawyers. They are now; they have now been turned over to the J6 committee from the uh, Sandy Hook's parents' lawyers, and this is a big problem. This isn't only a problem for Alex Jones because Alex Jones was talking to other people. We know he was involved in the January 6th insurrection. So who was he talking to? Mark Meadows, Donald Trump, Ginny Thompson? So anybody that was around Alex Jones and had any conversations with Alex Jones should be just as nervous as Alex Jones as that goes to the January 6th committee. You know they're going to expose any wrongdoing in that situation. And you also know that based on the way things have gone, once they're done with it, it's going to the DOJ. 
And now we're looking at criminal trials coming up for Alex Jones and anybody that was connected to him that participated. And the people that were connected to him, obviously Mark Meadows, the chief of staff for Donald Trump, which was basically the go-between anyone and Donald Trump. So this is going to implicate Donald Trump, too. It's going to implicate Roger Stone. We know there are some texts between these two. Now, Roger Stone was asked about that. He said, sure, we had a lot of text. We prayed together. Fuck you, Roger Stone. That's bullshit. The only thing you pray to is yourself or Donald Trump. And you don't even really like Donald Trump. He was just a... Just a um, He was a pliable fool for you to do your bidding. The Justice Department has also reportedly been looking into Trump's role in insurrection. And I wouldn't be surprised if in this this raid that they don't come up with some information about that. Now, according to an exclusive report from Axios, Photos, now this is about the destruction of those documents. We'd heard about this. Again, we'd heard that Donald Trump shredded them, tore them up, burned them, flushed them down the toilet. We've even heard people suggest that he ate them, which I don't get because he's a germaphobe. I don't, I don't see that, but maybe he's trying to be funny. Anyway, in this exclusive report Photos have been obtained showing illegally shredded documents in both a White House toilet and on Air Force One during Donald Trump's administration. Who would have ever guessed that? It's real easy to throw out this, well, he did this and he did that. And those people say, well, that's crazy. That's conspiracy theory. But now they got fucking pictures. This is going to be interesting. In February of this year, it was reported that White House staffers revealed that the former president was tearing up documents and dumping them in the White House toilet, causing headaches and backup, backed up plumbing. Now, at the time, the New York Times reported while in office, the former president blithely flouted the Presidential Records Act, which required him to preserve written communications concerning his official duties and added that Trump routinely tore up documents after leaving office Uh, brought substantial written materials back to Mar-a-Lago. A Trump spokesman didn't respond to a request for a comment about the plumbing matter. Trump poo-pooed, I guess pun intended, the report at the time and lashed out at the Times' Maggie Haberman, and now she has produced photos backing it up. So she reported this, and she got shit from the Republicans, so she said, Fuck yourself. Here's some photos. The revelation by Haberman, whose coverage as a New York Times White House correspondent has followed obsessively by Trump, adds a vivid new dimension to his lapse in uh, preserving government documents. Axios was providing an exclusive first look at some of her reporting. Axios is reporting while also producing two photos that show paper fragments in the toilet that contains Trump's tell-all writing with a Sharpie. Now, in the photo, New York Republican Elise Stefanik's name can be seen. She is a New York Republican rep, and uh, she's one of the leaders in the House for the Republicans. 
Axios adds Haberman, who obtained the photo recently, shared them with us ahead of the October 4th publication of her book, Confidence Man, The Making of Donald Trump and the Breaking of America. The report adds that Haberman explained Mr. Trump was discarding documents this way was not widely known within the West Wing, but some aides were aware of the habit, which he engaged in repeatedly. It's an extension of Trump's term-long habit of ripping up documents that were supposed to be preserved under the Presidential Act. So just by virtue of having a picture of a document torn up and in a toilet, that's a crime. There's no two ways about it. That's a fucking crime. And unless somebody else did it, Donald Trump is on the hook for that shit. And I have a feeling because he is a germaphobe, nobody uses Donald Trump's toilet but Donald Trump. I'd hate to be the motherfucker that had to clean that up because I have a feeling (laughs) when it comes to defecating or urinating, he's a sloppy guy. Now, here's something I never do. I never, ever do. But I had to do it today. I never, ever watch Fox News. Ever. I will never watch Fox News. I don't need to hear their bullshit. But I had to take a look and see how they were spinning this. Dan Bongino. I guess he's a guy on Fox. I've seen him. I don't know much about him. I don't care about him. But Dan Bongino fired off profanity when reacting to the news that the FBI raided President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort. (laughs) And this is what he said. This is some third world bullshit right here. The popular conservative commentator said on Fox News, let me say it again, third world bullshit. I mean, every world of that, every word of that is what he meant. I don't care that it's cable news. Bongino's Irate reaction mirrors that many of the allies of Donald Trump who announced the raid. The FBI's search was related to Trump's handling of the presidential records. I saw one where Jim Jordan was nearly shitting himself. He was upset and just you wait. When we get power, we're coming after you, just like bullies tend to do. But Jordan, you're not going to get that opportunity. Even if the Republicans get back in office or in the majority in the House, I don't think you're long for this world, Jim. I think you were part of the insurrection, and you may, the least of your worries might be subpoenas. I have a feeling there might be some indictments in your future. Now, Bongino, a former Secret Service agent who was interviewed, who has interviewed Trump many times over the years, raised doubts about the motives of the federal government, questioning whether the raid was because of Trump's politics, and argued that the FBI's reputation is now in jeopardy. Well, it had nothing to do with politics. It had everything to do with Donald Trump destroying documents and bringing them down to Mar-a-Lago. Now, there is no question that he took documents, 15 boxes out of the White House and brought them to Mar-a-Lago. How do we know this? Well, because the National Archives had to fucking fly down there and bring them back. So he broke the law. There is no question about that. He said, uh, 
I have paid due deference to the FBI for a long time, and a lot of listeners didn't like it because I work with some very good people over there who have since retired, <clears throat> Bongino said. The management of the FBI has now shredded any single shred sliver of credibility this agency has left. Nobody will take them seriously from this point. It is over. Well, Dan, I hate to tell you this. You and Donald Trump's base don't make up that big a crowd of people. Now, your little 30% may think FBI is in the wrong, but the vast majority of people don't. So by coming on and telling us everybody thinks that, it's bullshit just just like when Donald Trump says it. So shut the fuck up. Your days are numbered too because you are part of the problem here. Now, here's something I found interesting, and it's going to cause a stir and get people nervous and such. The Trump LaFucks are really big time mad. Now, I'm talking about the base. They came out in full force and protested in front of Miralaga. Oh, yeah, it was a shit show. You had the trucks that were painted like a flag and Trump posters and Trump 2024 and all this fucking bullshit. They were there. They were mad. But here's my question. <laughs> This this search went on for a while. Now, they were there after the fact protesting. We're big mad and we're going to do this. Where were you when it happened, you fucking tough guys? Why weren't you there taking out the FBI and stopping them from doing it, Mr. Tough Guys? Where were you? Now, you didn't do shit. Now, the word is that there's a lot of activity online, similar to what they were seeing on January 5th of 2021. I mean, they're talking about violence, talking about civil war. So there is a potential threat of violence, unlike what happened on January, not unlike what happened on January 6th insurrection. There's one big difference, however. Donald Trump is no longer in office. Bill Barr isn't the attorney general. And Donald Trump doesn't control and doesn't have operatives in the Department of Defense. They have nobody to protect them or to save them. If they attempt attacking politicians, and they're talking about assassinations and shit like that, or this country, if they're going to attack this country, this time they will experience something vastly different than what they saw at the Capitol on January 6th. Joe Biden's in office. The Democrats are in power. And if somebody attacks our government or tries to assassinate our politicians, there's not going to be anybody holding back. These people will get put down and put down quick because that's what should happen to somebody who's trying to overtake our country. If somebody came from a different country and tried to overthrow our government, you don't think there'd be some shooting? You don't think there'd be a lot of dead bodies out there? Now, I'm not, I'm not suggesting there should be violence. But if these people commit violence, they're going to deal with a real-life consequence. Now, the question is, will they get violent? Well, it's possible, but I don't really think they will. Now, deep down, they're all cowards. They won't do anything unless there's no danger to them. They have somehow think they can game the system. 
That, but that's the only way they're going to do it, if they can game the system where they're safe. And that's the typical strategy of any bully. Let's just beat up the people I know we can beat up. I'm not going to take anybody that might be formidable because I might get hurt. And at this point in time, if they try to pull off what they pulled off on January 6th at the Capitol or anywhere in this country, the response is going to be quick and harsh. And they don't have the courage for that. They're gutless. So in realistic terms, do we expect violence because they're so big mad? No, I don't think so. I mean, if we were going to see violence, we might have seen a little more activity out of them in front of Donald Trump's house in Mar-a-Lago. But they were just there ranting and raving and saying, this is terrible and the FBI must go and stuff. But they didn't do anything because they're gutless. They're not going to do jack shit. They just aren't. Again, I could be wrong about this, but every bit of evidence points to the fact that they will not do anything. They're going to scream and make claims, and that's what bullies do. We're going for a civil war. We're going across the Rubicon, whatever the fuck that means. But they're going to talk a good game. And if they don't have people in politics like congressmen or a president of the United States helping them lead the charge, first of all, they're not bright enough to do it. Second of all, they don't have the courage to do it. So I don't see them getting violent. You might have scuffles here and there or one crazy fucker trying to do something, but you're not going to see the vast numbers of people doing this. I mean, they just watch 800 of their own people get prosecuted. They want to get in that? Especially when Joe Biden's in charge and not Donald Trump. They may have thought Donald Trump would give them pardons, but they know Joe Biden's not giving anybody any fucking pardons, and they aren't going to hold back if they try to pull that shit off again. So I don't think you're going to see violence. You're going to see a lot of people screaming, whining, and crying, and bitching and threatening, just like bullies do. But as I say, they're fucking cowards. They're going to go down hard if they try, so they're not going to try. There was one other bit of good information that came out yesterday that I find very interesting, and it kind of got buried because of all the other big stories. But a commercial real estate firm said Monday that it has turned over 36,000 documents on its appraisals of Trump Organization properties to the New York Attorney General's office, Letitia James. Now, what you need to understand is Cushman and Wakefield is the name of this company. They were held in contempt last month and ordered to pay $10,000 a day after it failed to turn over documents subpoenaed by Attorney General Letitia James in the investigation into former Donald Trump's businesses. The basis of what they're looking for is Donald Trump trying to scam the system. He would take his properties and overinflate their values to benefit from insurance or real estate, uh, you know, using it for collateral for something else. He'd take a $10 million building and say it was $50 million so he could get more money. That's bank fraud. That's insurance fraud. But at the same time, what they would do, and this is a common practice with their company, and it's highly illegal. Then they would go to the uh, uh, 
IRS, and when they filed their taxes, they'd say, oh, no, this building's only worth $5 million, so we're only going to pay this much taxes. Again, that is illegal. Now, people like that slide underneath the radar for a couple of reasons. The IRS is understaffed, and it's impossible to keep track of everything. Well, there's now two problems for Donald Trump and this situation. First of all, Donald Trump's high profile. There's all kinds of coverage of this. So they're going to take notice, and they are going to pay attention. But more importantly, in this bill that... um, Chuck Schumer passed through the Senate and will pass through the House, the Inflation Reduction Act. One of the things in that bill says we're going to hire 87,000 more IRS employees, which means they're going to have more people to police and go after people that cheat on their taxes, which are largely wealthy people, people like Donald Trump. So this is not a good day for Donald Trump. The Attorney General's office said it discovered serious problems with some of Cushman and Wakefield's appraisals for the Trump Organization, including for 40 Wall Street, his Seven Springs property in New York, and his Los Angeles Golf Club, according to NBC News. What they're saying, uh, Cushman has fully responded to the OAG subpoena that was recently issued, and Cushman is pleased that The AOG has fulfilled our agreement by asking the court to dissolve its previous contempt order. A company spokesman said that in an email to Axios on Monday. So you see what happened. They said, we want the shit. We want the documents. They said, no. They took him to court, found them in contempt. Wait a minute. I guess we can send this stuff to you. Please stop the contempt contempt and we'll just send it to you. Well, the problem here is, as much as Donald Trump may get in trouble for what's in those documents, so might this company. And they know it. They know they might have trouble. But they figured they better do it as opposed to being charged with a contempt and causing all other kinds of problems. Because one of the things when you're dealing with an accountant agency of this size and this magnitude, their reputation is paramount. (laughs) And if they're refusing to deal with the DOJ... Um, that's going to be a problem. People are going to question, should I have my money with these motherfuckers? Are they going to be here tomorrow? Is my money going to be gone? This isn't good for them. Standing by our work of our appraisers, Cushman has gone to great expense and effort to identify, collect, review, and produce the massive set of documents requested by the OAG. The statement reads, we will continue to work in good faith with the AOG. Yeah, now... You didn't want to at first, so don't act like you're more than willing to help because you weren't. Now, in a letter to the judge last Friday, A.G. James wrote that it had received the documents. The attorney general requested the court dissolve the contempt order and hold any contempt purged without any fines due or owing. So she let him off the hook, but she got the uh, she got the uh, documentation. This is bad news for Donald Trump. This is bad news for this uh, accounting agency. Letitia James is not somebody to be fucked with, and um, he's in trouble. Now, Trump was held in contempt of court in April and was fined $10,000 each day. He refused to turn over documents as required by 
another subpoena issued by James' office. That order was lifted in late June. Representatives for the Attorney General's office and Trump Organization did not immediately respond to uh, requests for comment. All right. Now, this, this last story is just stupid, and it tells you who Donald Trump truly is. This information came out yesterday. Former President Donald Trump reportedly complained about his general while he was in office, not being loyal or loyal enough to him. Loyalty's big for him. I mean, he doesn't offer any loyalty, but he expects everybody to be loyal to him and cover for him. At one point, lamenting that they did not act enough like Adolf Hitler's generals in World War II, according to a new book. He thought his generals would act like Adolf Hitler's generals acted in World War II. That's fucking crazy. The authors of The Divider, Trump in the White House, 2017 to 2021, The New York Times, Peter Baker, and The New York uh, New Yorker, Susan B. Glasser, detailed an exchange Trump had with his then-chief of staff, John Kelly, years before the January 6, 2021 insurrection. In an, in an, accept published, uh, an excerpt published by The New Yorker on Monday. This is what he said. You fucking generals, why can't you be like the German generals? Trump repeatedly asked Kelly, referring to German generals in World War II, to which Kelly later responded, You do know that they tried to kill Hitler three times and almost pulled it off. Still, Trump, in an attempt to rewrite history, insisted those generals were totally loyal to Hitler. Yeah, no, they weren't. They knew he was crazy, and they knew they were going down, so they wanted to take him out. Baker and Glasser also revealed a draft resignation letter Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, wrote following him standing alongside Trump when the former, when the former president um, decided to stage a photo op at Lafayette Square holding a Bible after police had fired tear gas to disperse Black Lives Matter protesters. In the end, Millie decided to stay on and never sent the letter. I guess the letter goes like this. It is my belief that you were doing great and irreparable harm to my country. I believe that you have made a concerted effort over time to politicize the United States military, Millie wrote. I thought that I could change that. I've come to the realization that I cannot and I need to step aside and let someone else try to do that. Millie also accused Trump of damaging the country on the international stage. It is my deeply held belief that you are ruining the international order and causing significant damage to our country overseas that was fought for so hard by the greatest generation that they instituted in 1945, Milley added. Between 1914 and 1945, 150 million people were slaughtered in the conduct of war. They were slaughtered because of tyrannies and dictatorships. He continued, It's now obvious to me that you don't understand that world order. You don't understand what the war was all about. In fact, you subscribe to many of the principles that we fought against, and I cannot be a party to that. The book, which covers Trump's White House years, is set 
to be published on September 20th of 2022. So, Mark Milley had almost had enough. He did not resign, though. In fact, Mark Milley is still there, the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I don't know why he didn't do it, but he should have. And he should have um, published that letter so the public could see. I don't know what he was fearful of or why he chose not to do it, but he did choose not to do it. That said, it's coming out in a book right now, and it'll be one of the many things that helped to bring down Donald Trump. And make no mistake, all the things that are currently going on, there is only one way this is going to end up, and that is with the destruction of Donald Trump. You can't have multiple investigations, possible indictments, have your homes invaded and and raided, and think you're going to come out of this good. Donald Trump will not come out of this well, and he is going to be fucked in the end. Whether he ends up in jail or not, I don't know. But he won't be running for office again. He won't have any money. He won't have any standing, and he will be a pariah in this country. Mark my words on that. That is what's going to happen. All right. We are going to wrap up the Rational Boomer podcast. I want to thank you for setting aside the time to actually listen to the show. I appreciate it immensely. I hope you have a great day, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.